Hey, Papa here. It's Papa John, and you're listening to the H3 Podcast. Go Ethan. Go Eli. Welcome, everybody, to the H3 Podcast, previously recorded, not live. What's previously recorded? What do they say on late nights where it's not live? They say they say previously recorded, right, Dan? Is that what they say? Sure, or live to tape. or Live to like tape. That. That's what yeah. we are, guys. Uh, it's good to be back here on the H3 Podcast, sponsored by Hims and ExpressVPN today. Uh, we missed last week, and it feels like we haven't been here in forever, but there's so much to talk about. You know, we've got Papa John calling in later to discuss all the beautiful things that Papa John uh, always discusses. Um, lots of drama, and insa- I'm drowning in drama. It's like sometimes it's like a drama tsunami, mm-hmm. you know? It's like there's an earthquake, and you're like, oh, that's drama. But then there's the tsunami that comes later. That's what I'm dealing with here. But before we get into that, I do want to announce something going on on our Twitter called Help. Ela and Ethan Lazy. Philant- this is a hard word to say. Philanthropy. Philant- philant- philanthropy. That doesn't sound right. doesn't sound that hard to say. Go ahead, Ela, if you're such a genius. Philanthropy. Go ahead, Gideasilo. How do you say it? Then how do you say it? <laughs> philanthropy, right? Philanthropy. Now you got me. Now, now it's, See, it's, it's not, not that easy to say. <laughs> uh, here's what we're doing, and I'm very excited to to uh, announce. We've been doing this now for like nine days, I think. We decided we are giving away a hundred thousand dollars cash of our own money, no strings attached, no sponsors. That's just a hundred thousand dollars from my bank account to yours. On Twitter, we are making a tweet every day for 100 days, giving away $1,000 every day. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been raised since, but yeah. So, $1,000 every day for 100 days to two winners, 500 apiece. All you have to do is retweet and comment with your PayPal info. The retweet is annoying, I know, but all these bots... These bots require some kind of action to draw a winner from and um that's it you don't have to follow me you don't have to uh comment and tag 25 friends and um basically we just want to get cash to people who need it now you know the unemployment rate is some is like it's crazy it's over 20 percent now it's staggering it's just it's scary I think it's gonna continue to get worse too because big companies are closing now right like there's na- name in marcus it's just the beginning, I think, because the way I see this playing out, and I don't want to talk too much about coronavirus here, but is that um, there's going to be a second wave, and it really is just a matter of how bad the second wave is. But I think there's going to be another stay-at-home order, and even if there isn't, people are not going to want to go out in public. So I think shopping malls, I think movie theaters, I think restaurants are going to continue to suffer for a long, long time. And uh, so anyway, we wanted to help in whatever way we could. And so the best way we could think is just to send out cash to my dogs on Twitter. So hit me up on Twitter and uh, just, yeah, to enter every day, just just respond to my tweets. I do it every day at 12 o'clock and then 12 o'clock the next day we pick the winners. Now, here's where it gets cool. Wait, can we I make got- just a, a quick note about it? I just want to emphasize: uh, share your PayPal.me link, not your email. Don't don't post your uh, your public PayPal email because people might try and scam you. Right. 
Thank you, Dan. Now, uh, Brendan Green, the creator of PUBG, hit me up. and was like, yo, I want to get 50 grand. I was like, awesome. So we have 150 grand now. So that means we get three winners mm-hmm. a day. And uh, we may have uh, uh, should I announce what I know now? Or does that it not make sense? It didn't happen yet. Yeah, it didn't Chronologically. Well, we shot our call with Papa, but you guys will hear it at the end. Papa John donated a hundred thousand extra dollars. What can I can't contain it? So now, so now we're up to a quarter million dollars in the help fund, and that's five winners. Am I doing? Yeah, five winners every day. That's five hundred dollars a piece. That's twenty five hundred dollars every day. You guys, exciting stuff. So make sure to follow me, or you don't have to follow me. Listen, I'm just saying, watch my Twitter. Okay. At 12 o'clock. That's when yes. these raffles go out. Okay? This isn't about us promoting our social media. I don't media. care if you follow me on Twitter. It's just yeah, what exactly. we found the easiest way for us to literally hand you money. We just found this to be the easiest take way. Take my money. Take my money. You take my money. You, just not saying, you. Just you saying take my that money. because people have criticized that aspect of our donation. But um Chris well we found people will pretty much criticize anything in that regular. <laughs> I, I even saw people uh a couple comments of people saying that um the app that we're using to randomly draw right uh, I saw that too doesn't work and it, it only selects from the hundred most recent people. Yes. Uh I'm the one doing the drawing. I can tell you right now that's complete bullshit. I don't know where that's coming from. You could I I'm able to see you know where the winners are being drawn from and it, it's not just the hundred most well, recent. So I, I'm not sure where I'll that tell you narrative why, because is coming from, if people actually believe that or if they're just trying to troll you. But when um, I was doing it, research for this, mo- all the free shit is like, um, and actually even some of the paid stuff is limited to the last thousand tweets. I see. And so I ha- I went and found this premium service, which actually is like, what are we spending? Like $100 a month or something? It's pretty pricey. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, they this is the only one I found, and it is expensive, that can actually do a raffle with that many people. So, yes, it does. It's not It's not just the last whatever amount of people. It's yeah, everybody. I've manually verified that. I've gone and looked when the winners responded. And, it, you know, there's people that have won that responded within the first hour of you posting it. So it, it, it it's definitely... It's totally legit. It's 100% legit. all good. And... Um, and it's great. I'm I'm really happy with it. It seems like we've already helped a lot of people. Yeah, so it's, it's actually great. really touching when you look at all the comments. Like uh, Dan showed me, I didn't even realize at first, but some people have been just commenting their story of you know why they need money and what's happening with them, and then some random oh, yeah. really nice people will give them like, hey, here's twenty dollars for me, just send right. you, and it's so cool. It's just been pretty yeah, it's nice, wholesome the whole thing every day. I agree. It's been a, it's been a very great thing, and we're only in day nine, so there's still a full ninety days left, and now there's five going to be five winners a day. It's out of control, outrageous. But Jesus thoughts. Anyway, so that's that. That's really exciting. Um, I also want to say that there's a couple items on Teddy Fresh real fast. Let's see. It's everything's so slow here because of the COVID. But we're going to have to start some stuff rolling in. But we got yes. some T-shirts. We got some bucket hats. We got some belts. We got some shirts. All right. That's that. Teddy Fresh. It may look like there's not a lot going on, but we are working really hard on Teddy Fresh. Lots of exciting stuff will come. Preach. I think around June is when things will start to finally release. 
preach it. And then it's gonna never stop. Including SpongeBob restock and new designs. In July. Okay. Some Ordinary Gamer was the first drama. Now, as you guys know, I have uh, been the subject of many videos in the past several years. People do not like Ethan. Ethan is a hypocrite. He is greedy. He stopped making H3 videos because he is lazy. And he only Just wants to make money on the podcast. To make money. money, money, money. I love money. Um, that's so. Anyway, yeah, you guys have heard all that. Some ordinary gamers is a guy who made this video about me saying that I was a hypocrite because I donation shamed Jeff Bezos, which didn't happen. Which is a funny thing because it just didn't happen. And um, this video really upset me because they, like people would take are always cutting clips from the podcast and making videos about it. But this is the one of these times where he he makes this assertion that I donation shamed Jeff Bezos and then he goes on to expand about how that makes me all this like a hypocrite. And the whole premise of it is not only something that never happened. It's something that he never even cites or shows in his video and yet everybody's taking it for granted, which to mm-hmm. me was just so I was like, "Wow, this is so fucked up." Like people hate me this much that they're willing to just accept whatever is said about me without any evidence um, at all. And then so I tweeted at him and I says, yo, just so you know, very politely, really, I said, just so you know, um, the comments I made about Jeff Bezos were like 15 days before he donated $100 million. So I couldn't have donation shamed him. And uh, in response to those tweets... He made and, and in response to our charity, he made a second video taking credit for my hundred dollar or hundred dollar donation, being like, "Ooh, I wonder why that happened," mm-hmm. and further saying, "You know, I did. Ethan didn't donation shame Jeff Bezos, but it's hard to give him credit because he's always. This is to quote him: He's always punching around billionaires." I was like, "Really, dude." So it's my fault you got that wrong because I'm making fun of billionaires. You know, billionaires, the uh, the most disenfranchised group of people in America, by the way. Let's all fucking let's all well, stick our neck out for billionaires. the smallest minority in the world, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah, that's true. That is true, they're, actually. Yeah. I love the whole premise of sticking, of like working people sticking their necks out for well, billionaires. Well, it's, it's also funny because we actually, we talk about it a lot in both aspects. We've also been on the side of saying that you know they should exist versus uh like we had this whole whole argument when people were saying billionaires shouldn't yeah exactly exist. you guys argue with me I, i'm way harsher on them than you guys right you, guys have, you know defended the idea of uh people having that much money before. that that is so frustrating because i couldn't possibly pack that detailed of an argument into the video yeah it's, it's so too minute. much but for but you guys know that like only like a month ago i was talking about how Jeff Bezos created Amazon. I, my opinion is that you know, I, I obviously I, I obviously it's complicated, right? Yeah. Jeff Bezos is a guy who created Amazon that revolutionized the entire world. He's wealthy beyond imagination, and so I said, you know, the guy he does he uh, he earned it, or so to speak, whatever you want to say. And so, and so people were upset. First of all, that I was a uh, 
was defending billionaires, and then you know, a month later, I'm on blast for donation shaming <laughs> Jeff Bezos of all people, which I didn't do. Obviously, this whole concept is very complicated, and frankly, you guys, I don't. I'm out here. These aren't well formulated thoughts. I'm oftentimes talking off the cuff. That's the nature of a podcast, right? I'm just here, kind of thinking and talking, and sometimes. One thing I say might contradict another thing I say because, because um, maybe I do, I, it did make me think about this, like because a lot I think a lot of people used to see us only in our highly edited videos because when we make our videos on H three, you know we think about it ahead of time. We have some kind of preparation to what we're gonna say, and then after recording, there's a lot of editing, mm -hmm. so. If there was a weird take of something, you cut it out. You mm. leave the good one. You know, if you didn't say something right, you cut that out. Mm. But I think for a lot of people who don't necessarily follow us all the time, seeing us like just as a hard transition go from those edited videos to this podcast that is so unedited. Mm. It's just two hours of us saying anything, just talking. We don't plan like what, what I'm saying right now. I didn't think about this point. I'm just making it right now. Yeah. I think for them, it's a hard transition to see you this versus this. And I think that's a lot of times where those kind of videos come from, like Muda's video. Right. And and then when you watch a lot of the criticism videos, their like central thesis is like, they have to stop the podcast. People hate the podcast. They hate that we make money from it. People hate that I'm saying things they disagree with. People don't like. I think a lot of it comes from pol political stuff, too. I think like I think that in a certain point in my career, I was making a lot of videos about social justice warriors right. and feminists and all this shit. And I think that I attracted quite a bit of more conservative-leaning mm -hmm. audience there. The truth is, anyone that follows this podcast or knows, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a Democrat, and I'm definitely extremely liberal uh, in, in all of my personal doctrine, socially— and uh and economically so so like he made a comment in his video like oh you're i because I, I said we're doing this charity and i intentionally made it under 500 dollars, so you don't have to report it to the irs just cash in your pocket that's the tax law and he goes oh don't tell your buddy bernie right. sanders as if that's some kind of a slam on me that i'm like oh well, you like bernie sanders yeah your buddy bernie sanders it's like so i think a lot of people um see me as, uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, but they see me as I'm not I'm not one of them. They thought I was one of them, and I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm a Trojan horse, even I'm worse. <laughs> and so, um, I think a lot of I think a lot of this stuff it comes down to to politics. They think that I'm maybe a hypocrite. They hate who who they see me as here, which is not a feminist uh hating red pillar <clears throat> i'm just not i'm a coastal elite bro i'm a fucking rich coastal elitist you know that's who i am through and through um totally if i given the opportunity to sing and imagine i would if they if if gal gadot asked me to do a verse and imagine <laughs> i would have totally have done it let me just put it that way Imagine all the people. Oh. I would have totally done it. That's what a coastal elite I am. 
Hey, speaking um, of um, speaking of making money on the podcast, we're at 15 minutes. If you uh... oh, speaking of making money on the podcast, thank you, Dan. Nice segue. Um, hold on to that thought, guys, because today we are sponsored by ExpressVPN. We all know ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But here's something you may not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. And boy, do I wish I had this when we were living in Israel. I think we talked about this last time, but man, oh man. Now that so many, you know, I heard that they've got all these Miyazaki uh, films, but it's only on like Japan Netflix. Oh. I was like, bro, I need to, I need to, uh, I need to hook up my Japan uh, uh, IP with ExpressVPN. So this whole week, I've been using ExpressVPN to binge Doctor Who on UK Netflix. Actually, what I need to be doing is using my ExpressVPN to binge uh, Miyazaki films right. on Japan Netflix. It's so simple to do. I fire up ExpressVPN app, change my location to the UK. Refresh, refresh Netflix, and boom, pesto, bango, bingo. That's all. ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. So just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Do you love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. Miyazaki reference, everybody. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. God dang it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem at all. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices. Phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on a personal device or on the big screen, whatever you, wherever you are. So visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash h3. You can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself with ExpressVPN. That's expressvpn.com slash h3. Thank you very much to our sponsor. Um... And so, anyway, we're talking about that video. So I, I responded. I really went into the uh, into some kind of crazy video making frenzy, and we made our longest video ever, thirty seven minutes, in response. And I, there was just so much to unpack. I mean, the guy he takes every opportunity to t to paint me in the worst possible light, and everything he says is wrong. He goes, Ethan, why don't you? Oh, Ethan, the owner of Teddy Fresh. Why aren't you making N95 respirator masks? And then he goes, the death toll is getting pretty fucking high, Ethan. I'm like, dude, I'm not killing people. You're making it sound like I'm killing people. Yeah. I'm like, well, I cannot make N95 respirator masks. I can't just go do that. It's very complicated. There's only like a it's handful of manufacturers in the world that can impossible. do that. Like 3M, you know 3M? They're like huge uh uh, like there's there's literally a handful of companies that can do that in the entire world and just sit there and just throw all this shit at me you know it's very upsetting and so and he actually donation shamed us yeah which was very sad it did hurt my feelings he goes <laughs> he goes ethan i could do the same thing you do like you only donated one thousand dollars to team trees but i'm not gonna do that but he did do that, and I did it. So 
I talked about this at length in our video. Yeah. But it was um, it just it felt so bad that like this video was going viral. He made, and you read through the comments, and everybody's just convinced that somehow I'm like the worst person that has ever lived, and I'm really uh. I realized it's that just, you know, hate is very chauvinistic, because all the hate is only going towards you, and I got none of it. Nice. I wish I. I wish I could. I could do with a little chauvinism. Oh really? Were you, you jealousy? You getting any of the? I was a little bit jealous. Well, she, like I was like, well, I don't know. What about that me? That is an interesting. I was point. here too. Teddy Fresh. Yeah. Where Where am I in the conversation? I think you're I don't right, know. and I and I'll tell you why I think people do that. <laughs> they are always avoiding criticizing you because I'm the easy target. And people mm -hmm. are more protective of you. So they know if they go after you, and this has happened before when people go after you, that that uh, people are not receptive to that criticism. Mm -hmm. Because they see me as the problematic person, and you're just trying to clean up my mess. But you're right. <laughs> why, but, but you're right. Why aren't you, Ela, making <laughs> But that's a little bit mask? chauvinistic way to look at it, don't you think? Like, I'm just here cleaning up your mess. Like Women some are dumb, nurses. Dumb, some dumb-dumb wife, you know, yeah. just smiling like, hey, Ethan. Yeah. It's, no, we plan everything together. Whatever Ethan is saying, <laughs> I usually agree with him, you know, unless I say otherwise, which I normally will say on the podcast. You know, sometimes we disagree, but I just always find it funny. Like Not always. I will say, in your defense, like, for example, the whole PewDiePie fiasco with the N-word and the drunken rants and all that. I you were not there, here. Right? <laughs> you were actually there tending to your father who was dying. Yeah. To make things worse, yes. so it's not. It is. It's not always your fault. Not but. always. <laughs> but anyway, so that was happening, <laughs> and I honestly, during that whole week, I had such tension and anxiety. I felt like I was gonna puke all the time because I was just, I was so um, upset can, about it. Can you close this? Your yeah. laptop, Ethan. Mother fricker, mother freaking <laughs> crap in the sh frick. Um, also, it was the timing was very annoying because we were planning a donation <laughs> and we have been thinking about it for a long time. We weren't sure what we wanted to do. Like you guys who watch the podcast know that we have done those charity streams a few times. And that was initially our first idea, but it didn't feel the same. Like we just felt we just wanted it to go directly to people and not to some uh, charity fund that you know it's yang, was it the yang philosophy i actually yes. was curious was, was, yes was it was whole, very uh, much inspired by yang okay. well Definitely. it's the whole, the whole atmosphere right now is like government sending people checks people are talking about ubi so it's very much inspired by the movement of the time mm -hmm. right and um and yeah you know it's much easier just to give money to a and we never donated this much. Yeah. We knew we wanted to do something big, so Look, we kind of wanted to think about it, you know. And I know you sure. guys think we're rich. I know everyone thinks we're rich, and like, uh, and okay, we're rich. Hundred thousand dollars is a fucking lot of money. That hurts. <laughs> I want hundred thousand dollars back in my bank account. Trust me. No, but it doesn't hurt. It I, feels it, good to nah. give. <laughs> isn't it better if it hurts? Isn't it more? Isn't it more? Um, isn't it more admirable if it's painful every time, right? Because if it feels good, then you're like, hey, everybody take my money. I'm feeling happy. It hurts me every time I give that money out. And that's what makes it beautiful. The sacrifice. I guess it depends. The, no, it doesn't hurt. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's a lot of money no, is my fine. point. No, it's it's, just, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's 100000 fucking dollars. It's a lot of bubble gum. It is getting 
Thank you, Zach. Every time Zach plays a soundbite, it switches to him. It's awesome. Go ahead, Zach. Play something. Go ahead. Coronavirus! I love that soundbite. It didn't do it. Coronavirus! Yeah, it didn't switch to him. Um, Anyway... Yes, I was I was very upset by that, and I I honestly just had to to respond. So that's on our YouTube channel. Everybody loves Ethan. It's up there, so please enjoy that. But I will say that. Um, oh great, Alfredo, your bark is not that intimidating. <laughs> Who's more intimidating, Shredder or Alfredo's bark? Shredder. Uh, yeah, Shredder. Shredder's hurts more. <laughs> That's what you mean. It's like sharp, it's so high pitched, it like bursts your eardrum every time. Sometimes we'll be cuddling and you hear something and it'll just bark, bark straight into our Ooh. ear. Yeah, no, yeah, it's awful. so painful. I think it definitely damaged my hearing. <laughs> Crazy ass shredder. Um, he did make an apology video. I will say, after we made ours, he here. I'll I'll, I'll open it up. We can we can watch a bit of it. But he basically made a, a, a sincere apology. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, I was wrong. I'm, re- I'm removing both my videos and straight up apologizing to Ethan and you. So there you have and, it. Uh, I owe an apology, 100%. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, sorry for the off-the-cuff video quality out there. It's, uh, it's just it's, it's an apology that I have to pretty much get out 100%. Um, because I kind of want to make this video before sort of like any other, you know, hundred like mini channels picked this shit up and covered it because the reality of it is I do an apology. And the last thing I want to see is people fight for me when I'm clearly in the wrong. Now, uh, I made two videos. One of them was, uh, the hypocrisy of Ethan Klein. That's it. I mean, clearly, uh, our, our felt sincere. Yeah. Uh, apology. I appreciated it. And... I won't say anything. I, I mean, you know what? You know what? The, th- the problem with this guy for me is that he actually seems like a decent guy. He he seems like a dude I would like. Mm-hmm. And It's what funny. The vi- there's so many comments uh, uh, on your response video to him saying uh, this is really hard to see because I, I genuinely like both of these guys, but obviously he's in the wrong here. But uh, it, it does seem like there's quite a bit of an overlap between the audiences. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is unfortunate that, uh, you know, it's not like that, that's beefing how with met. Logan Paul or something where there, there's almost no overlap between the, the audience bases. It re- hit, the video he made about me kind of reminds me of when I made... He reminds me of myself, you know, I, I've made that same mistake that he has where I like, for example, looking back at like the wall street journal where I kind of, um, made a video too hastily, got it wrong and then had to retract. And it's like the, the first video is so explosive and it's so compelling, but it's wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And so. I've done this. That's that's kind of where I, I have a level of empathy for him. I've done this myself. So that's it. I mean, I really got no beef with this guy. I responded. He apologized. And that's it. It's a simple matter. Now, that's it. There's really nothing else to say mm-hmm. about that. I appreciate it. So that was that. You know, the, the beef is squashed, clearly. The drama is over with him. But isn't it isn't it so does it what do you think about the fact that the video we made has 65,000 dislikes? I mean it has 307,000 likes at this moment. But there's still 65,000 people who watched a video where I clearly um 
materially defending myself. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what to think about it. Because <laughs> that's people, a lot of people. People don't like H3. But... You know, the first hour we put it up, it had like 50% dislike. Like his fans were ready. They were mm-hmm. on the trigger. And I was like, what is going on, man? I thought I, thought I was in Bizarro World. It's 37 minutes, though, so it took, takes a minute to get your teeth into it. Anyway, everyone loves Ethan. We all know that to be true, right? So moving on, then at the same time I was working on this video, Trisha, yes, Trisha Paytas, the one and only, puts out a video. I was like, man, this is way too much for me. Shit. She puts out a video called H3 Ruined My Relationship. I was like... What in God's name? This shit is out of control, man. I cannot believe what this shit has turned into with Trisha. Can you believe this shit? No, I can't. Yes, the la- I, can. I keep. I Dan keep, can believe it. I keep remembering the last time we saw her. I was sitting was next to her in our podcast room. Everything was nice. She wanted to fuck us. I was a ten back then. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? She wanted the thruple. Um, thruple. Yeah. You said thruple. It's my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Say thruple. Thruple. Oh, you have, yeah. I, you have, I can't do the TH. That was good. Say thruple. But it feels weird. Try it. Just try it. Thruple. Thruple. Is that like when I'm speaking here when I go, yeah. and everyone goes, say, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it feels. Interesting. Even after all this time, you can't, or it yeah. still feels weird. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Wow, just derailed that point you were making. <laughs> Um, you were saying you were sitting next to her, and it was all good. It was all good. Um, we had a good vibe going. We complimented each other. She loved us. She was saying we're her new best friend. It's just weird. I don't get it. And since then, we never talked, so I don't even know what the hell. Well, she she started fucking your brother. <laughs> Straight up. That's what happened. And it's just, she goes on, and she says, honestly, her video's so fucking long, dude. She needs an editor, bro. 33 <laughs> minutes. I mean, dude, come on. I know I just said I made a 37-minute video, but I really feel like she's lost the plot here. Like, this is like a three-minute video. Because she she basically says that um, we are pressuring Moses to break up with her, which really not is true. not the pi- My problem with this thing from the beginning, which I've clearly vocalized here, is that... I don't know what is happening. All I ever saw was that all of a sudden Moses is in all of her pictures and videos. And I'm like, what? Also, we've said to both of them, my brother follows the show, so he also knows. But to Trisha, we told her what happened last time with The Bachelor. We talked about it on the show. And we said how there was a wild card and that ended the show. So we said, whatever happens, just tell us. Right, but that makes... see. that's true. But, but then got, we never heard anything. I don't care about the show, right? No, fine. Just, but I'm saying, like, we just never never even heard anything. Well, yeah. All I saw was a, them in a picture together. And what, what, what really what bothers me is that the worlds are colliding. Your brother's <laughs> yes. someone that we're very closest, that we see all the time. And Trisha is one of the subjects of our pop. One of the, like, we're having, like, a huge Trisha arc right now. Yeah, lots of... Uh... <laughs> And so for these worlds to collide, I mean, it's, it's Ela's brother. Do you understand how weird that is? This girl that we're all, that's like, I've, I've had beef with Trisha and now all of a sudden her (laughs) brother isn't, is like her best friend. I mean, this is just so strange. Anyone who watches Seinfeld knows the words should not collide. (laughs) Anyway, so I saw this response on her YouTube video that I thought was great. They says, 
Oh, and then, of course, uh, Keemstar, the ever uh, truth uh, pursuer of truth. He like he's so desperate to shit on me. He'll goes he he even tweets out her video in defense of Trisha. Oh, oh he's such a I forget what he said. He goes, oh, yeah, he's such a snake. This is totally something he would do. It's like, bro, when you find yourself <laughs> tweeting in defense of Trisha saying I ruined her relationship, that's rock bottom desperation. Um, Keemstar will never miss an opportunity to swing at me, and um, and that's fine. Uh, anyway, they say post. A, they says she posts a picture with him, posts about how much sex they're having, gets obsessed with his religion, right? Because she made like a all these Passover videos and Hebrew speaking videos, posts videos teaching people Hebrew. Post videos eating sacred Jewish food in a messy and uneducated way. Post really rude things about the dude's brother-in-law on Twitter. Dude can't even take a shit without her following him around. To most people, that would scream red flag and make them run for the hills. But no, it was H3 that ruined your uh, affair. Okay, girl, keep it up. Proud of you. <laughs> That's a great point, right? What is that, a comment? It was a comment on our video. But what I said is like, I, you don't need any help ruining relationships from me. Maybe that was mean, but I was a little annoyed on top of everything. Hey, Here, real quick, we had, just a heads up, we're, uh, we're at the 33-minute mark, actually. One more sponsor read. We are sponsored and supported today by Hems. Hems, 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 Hems. Uh, listen, you've heard us talking about hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. And if you haven't yet, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. And once you've noticed your hair is thinning, it can be too late. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Do you have any bald spots yet? Well, guys, the best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some time. Why do you guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Here's the solution, guys, for hymns.com. One-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. It's time to write a new chapter, folks, one in which you have beautiful, luscious hair. Uh, Hems is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements, folks. This is the real stuff. Prescription solutions backed by science. Hems was created by a guy who knows that some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. That means no more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. It connects you with real doctors, which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. All you have to do is answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review, and they will determine if it's right for you. Boom. Right now, my listeners can get started with their first month for free. Go to forhimscom slash h3. That's forhimscom slash h3. Disclaimer, prescription requires an online consultation with a, a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed. Three-month minimum subscription. Additional restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Remember, guys, 4 slash H3. Keep that beautiful hair in your head. What were we talking about? Trish. Oh, yeah, we had this insane Twitter beef. Uh, it was like nonstop, man. <laughs> I was just feeling so bad about this whole um, 
Oh, yeah. She she erased this one tweet, which was a shame because my response was so good. She said something about how she wanted to fuck me and Ela for OnlyFans. And I said, I would rather put my dick in a wood chipper. And she removed the, um, she removed it. God, I love her. God, I love her. <laughs> um, and so we were beefing on Twitter. It's a lot. I don't have it all in a folder, but lots of back and forths. Mm-hmm. She says, I hate, she goes, I absolutely hate Ethan. Like crazy. Like she lost her mind. Like what? You know, crazy. And Keemstar's like, yeah, you go, Trisha. And like the day before, he's like saying awful things about her. But then all of a sudden, yeah, Ethan that? ruined my relationship. You go, girl. I've always been a huge fan. You only speak the truth. She said, and then today, or was it yesterday? I thought we go. Okay. I don't look. I I I don't know what to say at this point. I'm just gonna hold my tongue. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> but then now she he pops up in her new video called. Okay. <laughs> my special guest is water. And by the way, is this social distancing, Elo? Not in my book. Well, if they've already fucked, then I guess what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't know. We we're not seeing anyone. They fucked. <laughs> oh, you're saying you don't know. I I mean, well, I don't they... know if this qualifies as quarantining for me. But personally. they had sex already. Yeah. So they're in the circle. Yeah, they're in the as the New York. They could, <laughs> yeah. but no rimming. <laughs> so then they they're eating cheese sticks together. This just in pops up on my feet, and I got to tell you, no word from Moses. Last I heard, they yeah. weren't hanging out. And look, I'm not upset. I just find it bizarre. I mean, can you keep that from me? That this is so fucking bizarre. That my brother-in-law, <laughs> Yula's brother, is now in a Trisha Paytas video doing mukbangs. And I didn't even know. I don't even know that they're hanging out. I mean, guys, this is this is bizarre. You cannot take that from me. All I can say is just really the words should never collide. I can't. I did not watch this video. I am not. I'm just out. I signed Are out you boycotting? on everything. I'm out. This is not content for me. I'm not the tar. I'm not the target audience for this content. It's just maybe too, I am. It's too well, you probably might be <laughs> based on what they're eating. I want that shit. I'm not gonna lie. Can I say something to, actually that's probably gonna insult Trisha more? Those cheese dogs are not that good. Ian brought them for us once, and they're kind of over overrated. It's so heavy. How do you think uh, she? You know, I might get them say fresh. It. To be fair, because I thought it was well, they, good, but it would have been way better if you got it right out of the oven. Because yeah. Ian had to drive over, and like yeah. by it, you know, it was like forty five minutes later at that point. Well, the problem that threw me for a loop is that they coat it in sugar, and I was like, "What? I don't want sugar on my deep fried cheese." That sweet and savory kind of thing. I wasn't like huge on it either, but I, I would want to try it fresh out of the oven because with anything like melted, like think about mozzarella sticks. Once it's like coagulated a little bit and it sat there for a while, it's not as good. So I'm with the you case there. With these things. OK, we'll get some more, Ela. But can you <laughs> just imagine? I mean, can you just imagine how strange this is? Here, it's let's watch. Yes, I can imagine. Mm. What am I supposed to think about your brother? Or not does he owe us to tell us when they're hanging out? Or I mean, at this point, I mean, am I not supposed to be shocked for this? I just don't get it. Like, what am I? How am I supposed to react to this? I mean, really. 
Don't ask Can me. Can somebody guide me? I don't know, man. That is the weirdest element of all of this is how, um, I mean, you guys obviously know him way better than me. I, I don't know Moses that well, but from uh, the outside looking in, it, it's bizarre how, um, yeah, ambiguous about it he's being like I, I, I with the amount of time that you guys talk to him and everything I, I i would have imagined that he would have been more forthcoming with yes what's going on but um he's he's an enigma i don't know it's, it's I, weird I, I i couldn't agree more i don't want to say it. look he's i mean i can't say that i'm surprised because my brother can be ambiguous like that i guess mm -hmm. It's just that I was never involved on that side of his life, you know? It's like I always see him from here, from right. his sister. It's just that. And look, I and love he, Moses. He always follows our channel and he watches every video and every podcast. So it's weird because we're always able to talk to him. We always talk about whatever we just posted. But now that it's like circling back together from the other side He's it's getting weird it. <laughs> right it's, it's a different dynamic yeah um, well listen i love your brother i love moses yeah, he's a I great mean, guy he's done a lot for us i don't know i don't i'm just gonna bite my tongue i guess i have a lot to say i'm not going to <laughs> but he has his own channel and um if this is uh helping him also like rich you know new audience then i'm happy for him because channel cool. water that's the name yeah. of his channel channel water mm -hmm. the comments on that video of them in the car were so funny too because um i guess you know moses was talking like philosophy or something at one point and she's just like scarfing down these cheese dogs as he does <laughs> oh it's just so weird uh now i wanted to ask i, I i've it are you aware of the fact that there's some people that think that this is all fake? Yeah, I was going to get at you for that. Yes. Oh, okay. Not yes. some people. This yes. kind of was part of the same conversation of people just literally. So, like, people have pretty much combed through every podcast we've ever made, and um, and 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 you know, milked every drop, pretty much. So now, what you're seeing is people just outright making shit up. Okay, you've got this some ordinary gamer saying a donation shame Jeff Bezos, which never happened. And now there's this, and then here's another video. This girl, um, Back in it's called uh, Creep Show Art is her channel. The video is called H3H3 is faking drama with Trisha Paytas for views, and it's gross. <laughs> right now, it ain't fake. Trust me, I wish it was fake. I wish it was fake. But you know what this shit I'm dealing with is like, uh, Fuck you. I wish this shit was fake. Look at this tweet. And then people, they speak so harshly. Look, look what she says on Twitter when she announced it. She goes, new video. Remember when H3H3 was known for calling out and making fun of bullshit on YouTube? Because now they have resorted to faking drama with Trisha Paytas for money and clout. <laughs> and how the mighty have fallen. But lol, vape nation, right? Jesus. Do you what see what I'm saying? What are you like, gaining it's... from doing this with Trisha? What clout? Well, the clout yeah, exactly. Trisha. I've got I'm crazy ass clout. <laughs> what? Well, she her 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 uh, proof that I'm faking it is that our content with Trisha gets more views than average. That's it. Well, that I mean that you transparent that there's no denying that you yeah, transparently right. said that 
you love having her on because it's great content and people check it out. I mean, that, that's not, that's not serious. I mean, but also because it is entertaining content. It's entertaining as fuck. Why do you think I endure her? She's insane, but it's entertaining. That's why people like it. It's crazy. The, the woman puts Alfredo sauce up her snatch. For Dude, what the fuck? That's hot. That's, yeah, that's great rating. But no, she, actually, Dan, you'll be happy to know that she, I think she used that clip as proof that I'm, that all fit into her, her equation about how I'm faking it. Yeah, okay. Um, well. Again, it ain't fake. It, it's, it's not it, it is fake. raw, unedited when it comes to the stuff with Trisha. So. But, and uh, trust me, my brother would not fake anything. <laughs> He's the last one to like By the way, we participate in fake drama. <laughs> you know? We're not milking it that much. Like I'm barely talking about the fact that Moses and Trisha are hanging out now and it's totally out of control. It's not like I'm fucking running some kind of it's not like i've got a hidden camera on moses's right. fucking nipple or some shit it's the tip of his dick you know what i mean <laughs> like if this was fake i'd be milking it a lot more yeah. but it's just it's annoying it's it's just fucked up that people now are just straight up like i'm such a comic Does book villain uh, now the, uh video have a lot of views oh i just opened it up yeah 50k i mean yeah that's a decent amount I mean, it's not a small amount, 150,000. Yeah. People are just willing to accept anything about me at this point. Remember when Ethan used to call that bullshit? Well, now he eats babies, <laughs> but vape days, right? I was like, whoa. Dude, the top comment on here, this is a, a comment theme I've seen a lot of uh, talking about how the kings have fallen. Does anybody else find that to just be the cringiest shit ever? Like referring to to you as a as a fallen king um yeah i don't like it either i mean look there's this whole it's just stupid there's this whole narrative that because i moved on because i dared to change and embrace a different type of content that i am uh that i've fallen i mean style out yeah i mean it's just i don't want to make fucking i don't want to make the same shit that i was five years ago that's it. I find this more, I find this content to be more dynamic. It's more collaborative. It's more interesting. It's more in depth. It's We're just it's in rar. a different place yeah. in our life too. And this is what works for us right now. This is what we feel like making, you know? But people don't want us to make this content because we make money from it. Mm -hmm. Because we're greedy. I gotta dance. I gotta. Um, <laughs> I, I find it so funny. And it's like YouTube logic. Like, there's logic that only works on YouTube. And if you ever talk to someone outside of YouTube, they'll be like, what? Like, for example, us being successful is somehow a point against us. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> like, right. Oh, they're so out of touch. Ever since they became successful, they're just like a point of ridicule every well now that now that we're actually like you know wealthy everything is now um we've now everything we've done in life is for money yeah which and is no uh, no other reason i mean but, but it is your career it's such what, a what weird the point of a way career? of looking at it anyone who does anything goes to work anywhere does it for money and also being able to actually make money off of something you love doing like your hobbit make that a profession is a goal for like a lot of people i don't understand that's something that i'm proud of that's not something that i'm ashamed of you should be because you sold your soul because you stopped making good videos mm -hmm. and you started making bad videos and when you started making bad videos you also started making a lot more money 
that's pre- that's uh, speculation, by the way. That's what they say. Everybody likes to assume that like we make a hundred thousand dollars per episode. I always see that get thrown around. Right, just crazy. Hundred thousand dollars per episode, and um, now I'm seeing all these. Everyone thinks that we're worth like twenty five million and all this crazy shit. Like all these kids busy counting my money have never heard of a mortgage. Like we bought a nine million dollar house, and kids, you you understand what a mortgage is, right? Just because I. I own a $9 million house doesn't even mean that I'm worth $9 million. Mm-hmm. If anything, it if you got a loan for it, it, it subtracts from your net worth. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Let, let's say you've got a $9 million house. Usually a down payment for something like that would be like 20, 30%. You're looking at two, three million bucks down. So you own two to three million dollars of a nine million dollar house now obviously that's a lot of money i'm not saying that i'm not wealthy but all these kids busy counting my money and inflating my net worth have like it's like dude of course i have a mortgage on a nine million dollar house what are you crazy you know what i mean not that rich i'm rich though i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and deny it i'm rich as fuck boy (laughs) the whole that whole concept is still something that is so weird and I feel like just on a personal level, it's still something that is kind of new to us. And it's not really like, I don't know. I feel like that's a whole other topic. Yeah, no. Look. It's like, look, we we were broke our whole life. We were almost Hypocrite. like starving at some point, And roots. I almost had to go back because I couldn't afford staying we with missed Ethan. That, yeah. And um for us, we're still that people, you know. It's not like uh, all of a sudden I'm a completely different person now that we make money. I We work hard for our money and we pay taxes. 50% of what we make, we pay taxes. So I'm not going to sit down and feel bad because people are like, oh, you sell out. No, I'm proud that, of the fact that we made it here and... It's hard-earned money that we pay yeah. taxes on. We work fucking super hard, man. Building Teddy Fresh into a successful company wasn't something easy that we did overnight. I mean, it's that's just... a lot of work and a lot of energy and a lot of risks. And um, it's it's not been easy, but it's been something that we're passionate about and we love doing. We're passionate. And so... I don't think who are we even talking to? I don't it's know. Just frustrating. It's, this is like the yeah. headspace that I get in whenever I start looking at any of those like stupid videos of um whatever. But I think I think the or real, comments or I whatever. think the big issue here is that we as as Mudahar, the some ordinary gamers even said in his original video, he goes, Look, I know Ethan is an easy target. And I think that's what's going on. There's a whole economy for H3 hate videos for one reason or another. So it's not even that these creators hate me per per se. It's that they, they're taking the angle that they know works mm-hmm. and they're feeding into it. That's exactly what happened with some ordinary gamer with this whole hypocrite thing. He, he knows this video is going to get him tremendous views and accolades. And he even says it in the beginning of his video. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a hell of a video for you today because he knows that this is what the people want. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that that guy even... He doesn't care that much about me being a hypocrite. He just wants to make a video that people know that, that that will click and consume because it's just, I'm an easy target because I never respond to this shit. Mm-hmm. And um, if I do, it's on the podcast and, and it ha- doesn't have the same amount of teeth. That's why I feel like I had to make an H3 video in response to that one. And so, 
you know, everyone, everyone accepts that I'm now uh, the most evil dude and I suck and I'm a hypocrite and I've changed and all these things. And so, yeah, everybody's very happy and willing to accept pretty much any premise about me. So there is a, an incredible economy of H3 hate videos and people are just feeding into that. I don't, you know what I mean? They're just playing into that. And it's like this crazy echo chamber where it gets worse and worse and worse till I'm basically like, a, I'm like Jeffrey Dahmer at this point. Like to hear people talk about me, they think that I'm like Epstein or some shit. <laughs> when all I did was like, at worst, say some things that they didn't like. You know what I mean? And yeah. somehow I'm like fucking Adolf Hitler reanimated. Uh, well, how am I supposed to feel about this, by the way? Trisha Paytas and this video she made with Moses. So I'm gonna I'm supposed to just let them be, right? Your brother is hanging out with her. Somebody said in a comment, this is the exact inverse of Ethan and Ela. Ethan is more talkative and is the one that likes to eat food. Whereas Ela is thinner and quiet and eats healthier. Trisha is more talkative and likes to eat. She's basically saying you're you guys, I'm Trisha and you're your brother. <laughs> there. So so she responds. She says Ne in all caps, never compare me to that thing ever again with a hundred exclamation marks. So how am I supposed to feel? It's like, do you want, do you want your space? Do you guys want to do your own thing? Or do you want me to talk about you guys? And to your brother, I pose that same question because he's there hanging out with her. Like, it's all good. But like, am I not supposed to acknowledge comments like this? I don't know. I don't know. And by the way, Trisha, your fucking mask has holes in it. So what the fuck are you doing? Your quarant, your mask has like me is made of mesh. I mean, that's so stupid. Wait, is it really? What are yes. Those just polka dots? No, I sw I swear to God, those are holes. I'm zooming in. Maybe it's bedazzled. <laughs> is it holes? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Actually, it's holes. Wow. It is holes. Are you looking at it? It might be bedazzled, but because I, I can't tell. You know what? I think I think that they might be rhinestones. Actually, yeah, yeah. it looks it's like hard rhinestones. to tell. <laughs> Okay, well, either way, <laughs> it's probably rhinestones, yeah. but let's say it's holes because it's Seems hilarious. Like <laughs> anyway, um, moving on, one more topic here, and then we're, Papa John's going to call in and give us updates on the whole Papaverse. But I actually, updated, we're, at, uh, we're just about 55 minutes in. Okay, perfect. Um this was so, you guys know that we've been SWAT, victim of swatting. That's why we moved to this house. Yes. It happened several times. Last week, I got a letter from the Department of Justice. I was like, what on earth is this? And he says, this is for the victims unit. And they has a time and date of a court appearance. And the information about some dude I never heard of. And I'm like, ah, I'm so confused. And I Google the name. And look at this shit. Former ODU student pleads, gets plea deal over neo-Nazi group swatting calls. This is the motherfucker that swatted us. And by the way, is this so the crazy. most white trash looking? <laughs> I love that these guys are neo-Nazis. Like, you know, I love that. Then master race. Dude, Hitler would have exterminated your ugly ass. <laughs> trust me. The master race? What's with white supremacists all looking like? There's nothing supreme about that. Trust me. You know what I mean? It is uncanny that they almost always look exactly like that. It's white power. Reminds me of the uh, Chappelle sketch. Yeah. He's the black. White power. 
<laughs> the white man is supreme. <laughs> man, this guy looks like. Anyway, so this guy's in prison. And actually, the details, this guy has a pretty um, prolific career. Apparently, he has swatted 130 people. That nice. is crazy. That's a full-time job. 134 people uh, across the country. Let's see. What Former. a psycho. No, I mean, no surprise that they actually caught him with so many cases. They probably. It's so cool that they can catch these guys, though, because they all think they're being slick because they like use Skype. VPNs and Skype and nobody. Know, but the FBI is like, bitch, we know who you are. And I'm so happy that these kids are going down. I'm sure they have back doors to like all of those things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, anybody that thinks you're secure using Skype. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Prosecutors in the court filing called it one of the most far-reaching and prolific swatting conspiracies known to law enforcement. Swatting calls included a November 2018 bomb threat against a predominantly African-American church. Wow. Nice. In response to another swatting call last November against a vape shop. Why would you do a that? A vape shop? Yeah, yeah, just a vape shop. Oh, now shop. I'm pissed. Come on, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Dan, have you, vaped, have you vaped at all or are you still off? <laughs> I'm off the vape, brother. Wow, good Praise job. Praise the Lord. Praise How long the you Lord. been clean? Uh, when was that? I mean, the last... Well, you guys Since remember that the one last time, time I right? did it was uh, when we went to Disneyland. Like, I was yeah. already waning off at that time. And then that day at Disneyland, because I couldn't really do it there, that was like a that was final it. push. So, yeah, I mean... How are, you it, chewing, but... are you chewing gum or getting nicotine in any other way? No, no, I'm just... Nick Nick free. Wow. How do you wow. feel? Uh good now. Sucked quitting, but uh yeah, man. I mean uh, there have been a few short periods of time where I wasn't um on nicotine or however you want to phrase that uh throughout the years, but I mean I had started smoking cigarettes at like 18. Mom. And I'm 32 now. And so yeah, I mean that's it's uh, a long time. Yeah. Well, I'm happy you're clean. 13 years, uh, 14 years, great. something like that of nicotine. That's not easy to do. So fantastic work to you. I'm very, yes, very thank happy. You, thank you. Thank you. Don't want you dying on me. And you know, this coronavirus don't fuck around with smokers. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely thankful in that regard. I mean, I, I don't, I think the jury's still somewhat out on the whole vaping thing. I know that there was that scare last year where people got really worried, but it seemed like it was about contaminated things or whatever blah 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 so you know i don't want to it's not wanna, good for you i don't want to write it off completely like it's 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 horrible and you shouldn't do it or whatever um it did i mean it it ultimately helped me quit smoking cigarettes which i think you know i think it's great it's for that thing, but i so. i don't think people should pick up vaping instead of smoking you know what i mean yeah and i mean it, especially when there is a pandemic going around that attacks people's lungs it just seems like you should probably try and keep your lungs in fairly tip-top shape so now is a good time to to kick it if you are doing it but um good job dan yeah well here's where the story gets crazy so this is this guy and then i got another letter from the department of justice yeah, yesterday. yesterday i was like what and so i open it similar thing different name I was like, what? Because we've been swatted several times, so I don't know if this was from a different incident or, or if they were working together. Yeah. But I, get a load of this guy. Okay, bro, this guy, 
I don't want to have anything to do with this guy has a Charles Manson face. Wait till you hear this headline. Accused former white supremacist leader who shared child pornography and is implied in five murders nationwide. Yeah. This fucking guy was involved. What the fuck, dude? Now that shit's crazy. This and guy I, is crazy. I think as the fuck. implication is that they are linked because they were both yeah, part I of this so. Adam Waffen division, which is a online neo-Nazi group. Um, so the Adam Waffen. What does that mean? Is that German? Well, the Waffen uh, is sort of a reference to the uh, the SS, right? I think it means uh, they like waffles. They like the muffin top. Yeah. Yeah, Listen to Waffen, this shit. Waffen SS was, you know, the term for SS I don't, Nazi I don't, Germany, so I think it's a, a reference to that. This is why I bought a shotgun, by the way. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> when I see his eyes, it's like, yep, shotgun's okay to have. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's scary. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> Again, what's so great about the white race? Look at this guy. He's got a very symmetrical face. I wouldn't fuck him. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck him. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wouldn't reproduce with him. The alleged former leader of a white supremacist group accused of threatening journalists and activists was also involved in sharing child pornography. This guy's the, got the triple threat. Uh, Mr. Denton's arrest in Texas was part of a national crackdown on the Adam Waffen division, described by prosecutors and experts as a group of extremists bent on provoking a vi- violent race war. Excellent. Isn't that Good. what Charles Manson was doing too? Ex- exactly what he was. Yes. Doing. Wow. Oh wow. How how fascinating. <laughs> I don't want to be. What was the name of the actress? They house they went to. I definitely don't Sharon want Tate. Any Sharon that Tate. Shit. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to be your Sharon Tate, you motherfuckers. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. What this guy's doing? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's not cool. They also got a, another house too, La Bianca, which was a. Uh, yeah, they did like two murders on the same night or something like that. So you all think that like it's so fun and games until you get a, a letter from the Department of Justice saying this guy. Why they're cracking guy. down on him? Because I've heard about this Adam Waffen division oh, that? group. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, not like a ton or anything, but I, I, I was definitely aware of them as being a, a prominent online neo-Nazi group or whatever. I just looked it up. It means nuclear weapons in German. Adam uh, often means weapon. Badass. Nuclear. They went nuclear on your ass. <laughs> yeah. Two but, uh, co- it seems conspiracy. like they've attracted the attention of the feds. So, I mean, I don't know what, you know. Well, they killed five people, apparently. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Is there more information on that? I'll get you some of my attention. Um, two co conspirators have told investigators that Mr. Denton scanned and sent photos of a 16 year old girl dating another white supremacist. It's because of such fucks. She said they also told law enforcement that Denton was trading child pornography back and forth with another individual what? and had a folder with material on his computer. Sick. That's nuclear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's the part about the murders? Let's see. Um. He's in jail. He's going to get coronavirus now. It's crazy. It's a shitty time to go to jail. Yes, Who got, somebody got out. It was, um. oh, Michael Cohen got out, but R. Kelly and Bill Cosby oh, both got, they got out. Was yeah. it Avena- Avenatti or Avenatti or whatever trying to do the same? I think they rejected oh. his ass. Did they? <laughs> My, because Michael Cohen cooperated, so I think they're tossing him a bone. Uh-huh. You know? I gotcha. He's under house arrest now. 
That's mm. got to be so nice to be think you're going to be in prison and then you're like, yeah, you get to just stay at home. But Bill Cosby, we're all and, on house arrest basically. Yeah, he's he's basically free. Um. Uh, yada yada yada, blah blah blah. More than six yada yada yada. I'm trying to find the shit about the murder. Oh yeah, this was great. In his Adam Waffen chat room, he went by the nickname Rape. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, my God. God. This guy's are so dark. He's accused of organizing a threatening campaign against pro-Republica reporter who had named him and other Adam Waffen members. Fake threats were also called into pro-Republica New York office and the reporter's name. Yada, yada, yada. I don't see the part about murder, but it says in the headline, look at this crazy fuck, that um, he is connected with five murders. <laughs> so that's fun and exciting times. Not really. Not really at all. Not at all. And so with that being said, um, let's let's go ahead and get Papa on the phone and um, see see what he's got for us. So um, cool. we'll, we'll, we'll go to a quick cut and we'll be right back with uh, your boy, Papa John. Today we have a very special guest, the one and only Papa John Part 2 back. To give us the pizza updates, the pizza secrets, the pizza dirt. Do we have any pizza dirt, There's Papa John? Pizza grease. Pizza, pizza, the pizza grease. What do we got here today? In the pizza world, <laughs> um, pizza. If you're in the pizza delivery business, this is as good as you gets. <clears throat> it's a I good mean, time to be selling pizza. Oh my gosh! I mean, That's true. you got 310 million people trapped at home. You got cheese at an all-time low at a dollar a pound. Fuel's low. Mm. I mean. This is as good as it gets if uh, you're in the pizza business. I mean, you could sell shit on a stick. And some are. <laughs> Those are your words, not mine. <laughs> so, Papa, you are not really in the pizza business that much anymore. You, you last After your last appearance, you sold a lot of Papa John's stock to the tune of, what was it, like $100 million or something, by my basic math. Something method. like that. Damn. Something like that. And so, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think, you know, if you – Right now, things are really good, so I think it's maybe a good time to really look at selling some stock. As long as people are confined, I think uh, sales in the pizza delivery business are going to continue to go up, uh, which is a good thing uh, when you're selling stock because you want things to go up. Um, The question is when the restraints uh, lessen and it gets less restrictive and people start dining out, you know, that curve for pizza is probably going to start going down. But What's inevitable short term is uh, the price of cheese cannot uh, be sustainable at a dollar a pound. Uh, I think the farmers, dairy farmers, give or take the size of the farm, break even about a buck sixty-five, a buck seventy, worth a dollar. Um, <clears throat> if you look at the chart um, real quickly, you what see the chart. Uh, what, what's That's the, the price of cheese? Oh wow! <clears throat> and what happens <laughs> is it takes. Um, and give you an idea, Papa John's uses about two and a half million pounds a week. So a dollar pounds is what, two and a half million a week, which is 350,000 bucks a day, a staggering amount of money. But it, you, it goes up as the farmers uh, have more head of cattle, uh, demand uh, exceeds supply and the price goes up. The problem with cheese is milk is perishable within you know three days. So once that curve goes down, then the dairy cattle go to the slaughterhouse, become hamburger, and then you got a supply and demand. So this this will not go back up slow. 
this will jump back up to two fifty three dollars mm. a pound. So uh, right now it's the getting's good if you're in the pizza delivery business. But once that sa the sales start trending down, which they will when they release the restrictions, and cheese soars to pick the number two, two fifty three, three dollars a pound because historically this has never happened. Then uh, that's probably when you want to short Papa John's stock when cheese starts soaring up because our model breaks about two dollars a pound, two twenty a pound. Franchisees don't make any money, and this will jump back up rather quickly. Papa, why is the cheese uh, value so low? Supply and demand. Um, you know, cheese is used to a market demand of say X hundred million pounds a week, and when the restaurants are on open, hmm. you have a product that's perishable in three days. So you have excess supply and demand goes down. Uh, when demand goes down, then the price goes down. The problem is uh, even in the short term, the dairy farmers can't survive at $1.20 a pound, $1.30, much less a dollar. So when this trend reverses, it will spike way up in a hurry. So it spiked down faster than it ever has in the history of cheese. It'll spike up faster than the history of cheese. And remember, 35, 40% of the cost of a pizza is cheese. Hmm. There you have it, the Papa mm -hmm. Insight. Now tell me. Um, what is your favorite cheese? I'm just curious. Oh, come on. You know what the answer is. Well, when I was making pizzas at Greek's Pizzeria in Muncie, we used uh, a little bit of uh, a provolone and Munster. Oh, um, not what I expected. Um, but it's got to be mozzarella, right? Oh, it's got to be mozzarella. Yeah, you mix, the, you mix the Munster or the provolone or whatever. You always mix it with uh, mozzarella. Uh -huh. uh, the six cheese blend of Papa John's. It had six other cheeses or it had five other cheeses plus uh, mozzarella. So, yeah, you want to blend it with mozzarella. You got to. Otherwise, you're not even making a pizza. Now, Papa, I, as I understand it, we have well, you're involved in some kind of charity for COVID-19. You've got uh, some updates regarding uh, Richie, a.k.a. Judas, from the biblical times, and I'd love to hear about both of those topics. Um, let's take the, um, the easy one, the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love entrepreneurs. I love the small business owners. Um, I looked at Papa John's not as 5,000 stores, but it's one store 5,000 times. Uh, Papa John's is a family of small businesses, and I, I like that. And so the two things I really enjoy are the frontline team members at Papa John's, uh, franchisees, uh, the employees, et cetera, and also the frontline team members and frontline defense that we have with uh, Corona-19. Um, so the, what I'm doing, we did the churches and all the local charities. We, we fed the uh, frontline defenders up in Lexington, Kentucky with um, uh, Wild Health and the Castle. But today we announced we're gonna give a million dollars for small businesses, which is what I love, to help small businesses, their employees, and then uh, continue with the frontline defenders. So I get to do the frontline defenders, and I also get to do the employees, and then I get to help out with guidance with small business. In fact, we have a site that has merchandise. This is just some of it right here. Papa. Your t -shirts. Papa, yeah. Papa Bless shirts coming out. Oh, oh whoa, whoa! We're gonna have to have a Your we're concept. gonna have to have an IP discussion about that. A little love on that, yeah. <laughs> Mugs, um, bandanas, masks, etc. And every every merchandise piece of merchandise that uh, the folks buy on our um, uh, 
support network and our, uh, our merchandising network, I match it dollar for dollar uh, with the million dollars. So we can take that million dollars and parlay it into two million pretty quickly and make an impact. I hear you are doing something pretty special. We are, well, thank yes, thank you for yes the setup there. Uh, we are giving away a hundred thousand dollars on Twitter to um, basically it's we like to think of it as the H three stimulus, <laughs> but it's called help. And basically, we just we're just giving away. We set aside a hundred thousand dollars. We're doing it for a hundred days, a thousand dollars a day, and 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 some some other uh, generous soul donated 50,000. So now we've got $150,000 in this for this campaign. And so there's three winners every day for 100 days and each person gets 500 bucks. So, you know, just trying to get money out there to help people with groceries, internet bill, utilities, you know, cash in hand immediately uh, to help people uh, when they need it, you know. Well, that's awesome. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll match a hundred thousand, your hundred thousand. If when we do these interviews, you problem, you promise to be as tough on me every time as you were the last time. Really? That's what the condition is. I mean, you were pretty weak last time. I mean, you were pretty weak. I mean, you were, I didn't say you were taffy ass, but I mean, you weren't, I mean, I need some teeth. We're going to do an interview. I want you to go for the juggle. Okay. I'll match your hundred thousand dollars, but you got to get. So I, mean, wait. I want you. Down to, I want you down in the trenches. I want you down in the gutter. Oh, I'm always in the gutter. That's your audience wants. That's I'm always in the gutter, Papa. Wait, but just <laughs> just to confirm, did you just uh, say you're donating a hundred thousand to the help campaign? My foundation will match your foundation, hundred thousand apiece, as long as you and your beautiful bride are tough on me with these interviews. Okay. Last time you were a little <laughs> soft. I was a little soft. Okay. Well, um, well, thank you very much. That's very That's kind. Amazing. That's very generous. That'll be uh, fantastic. And of course, it'll be my absolute pleasure to go as hard as possible <laughs> on the pizza god himself here. Um, there's a fire roaring behind you, by the way. Can we get a peek of that? Oh, it's out. Mm. Was it? You want to turn it it on? was on, really? but I guess it was hot. That's pretty. It makes a noise, I guess. Oh. All right. <laughs> I mean, well, so Papa, let let's turn it towards the. Papa, uh, are you in the famous house, Papa? In the house? Yeah, we're. I'm in the library. I'm in my office at the house. Eli. Is this the room where you recorded uh, Papa John's first online pizza order video? This my is... son Bo and I did it from this room. Wow, I can <laughs> tell. Everybody oh, thought we were nuts doing the internet pizza uh, sales on the internet. In fact, I almost lost my job. We spent like eight million dollars, and it didn't work out too good the first year. Like a half percent really? of sales, they almost fired me over that. <laughs> finally caught on, and now it's sticker number 70 percent of our business. Isn't well, that isn't that uh, isn't it amazing to look back at a time when the internet was some crazy wild uh, crazy idea? Yeah, it was a it was a crazy uh, wild po- idea of Papa's. Well, let's let's turn it to before you go there. Oh. <laughs> Because we were on the topic of the of Bo and the house, and last time we didn't ask about Bo. I just wanted to ask, how is he doing? He's good. He's big. He's he's pushing six two, six one, six two. Um, he's a great skier, and he's teaching ski skiing out in Colorado. Of course, that got cut short. Um, but um, you know, he's he loves giving me a hard way to go. So you know, he's healthy and happy if he's giving the old man a hard way to go. <laughs> what does that everybody, mean? Yeah. Really, right now, everybody's healthy and happy, um, and we're doing we're doing good. Um, 
but I'm concerned about Americana. Uh, the million dollars that we did today, it's great. I'm all for it. It touches my heart because uh, small business is my heart and soul. But man, this is a problem. I mean, this we yeah, we're, you know we get on the backside of the virus, but the carnage that it's done to our economy and what it's done to the great working men and working women of our country is devastating. And you know, I have a feeling that man will be just the tip of the iceberg of what we're all going to have to do together right. in the next two, yeah. three, four months, because this could be a hard, cold winter to get out of this mess. Absolutely. But, you know, just one little baby win at it, one little hundred thousand at a time, one little million at a time until we get America back up on its feet and get it going. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm with you there, Papa. Now we uh, had a fascinating conversation with you the last time you were here about the, uh, Pizza ousters, we had drawn an analogy that if you were Caesar, Richie was Brutus, who stabbed you in the back on the floor of the Senate. Judas? <laughs> Judas is the one who killed Jesus. Oh. And if he you could meld if you could meld Brutus and Judas, oh. the two great betrayers in literature, together, you would have you would have Richie. <laughs> Those are your words, not mine. Um, I think it's a fair uh analogy but that's your comments now we wish the best for steve um you know the problem with what he did and what the old board did is not really what they did to me i'm fine it's what they did to themselves and it's what they did to the employees and the franchisees that's the part that you know breaks my heart but um you know i i think he they felt like could steal the company and get away with it and um you know karma is a strange thing and it came around and nobody's heard from richie in three months you know, really? So, Richie's off the know, radar. Off the radar. Here's a guy that talked to a thousand people a day. I mean, the guy was constantly on the phone and nobody's heard from him. So what does that you mean? Know, you tell me. I don't know. Is I he mean, dead? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what that means. We what haven't heard from him like three months. No, I, I hope he's doing well. I mean, you can imagine going from making thicker number. We had him at four or five, six a year, and now he makes zero. So I think he hurt himself more than he hurt anybody else, but that's kind of how it works. And look where you Papa know. is. Just look Wait, where – I said – and Richie, just look where Papa is. He's still got the yeah. fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you don't want to run a restaurant company in the middle of uh, Corona-19. You just don't. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I've got off the boat. This will be the fourth time. Um, and this is just really lucky timing to get off this thing mm-hmm. in the middle of this mess and not have to deal with the day to day. I couldn't imagine asking the employees to go into work and, and deal with right. this, but sure. again, pizza delivery right now is hot. Um, you know, it's going to, this is as good as it'll ever get. If you're in the pizza delivery business ever again. Um, and the question is when this comes out the other side and those sales crash and that cheese goes to three bucks a pound, that's going to destroy the unit economics of the uh, franchisees and the independent pizzerias. And that's what I'm concerned about, you know, the next, not the next month or two, but six months, you know, where's all this going to pan out. And the problem with this thing is it's got so many tangibles that are uncertain, unpredictable. For example, did you ever think a virus could do this to the world and at the same time, same time, take oil to $11 a barrel. See these, these um, tangibles, that are unexpected, those are going to keep popping up. Hmm. Uh, the good news is I think on all fronts, Corona has been uh, less than we thought it would be. Hopefully it doesn't flare back up. We don't have a second or third wave. I do think if that happens, and maybe I'm uh, optimistic, I think we're better prepared for the next wave. 
Mm -hmm. uh, right. If we do get cavalier about this and we get too big a hurry and we go back out and the wave goes back up, I think the administration and the public are better prepared the second time around. I'm hoping we are because we need to get uh, America back on its feet. Has there been any updates on your uh, lawsuit against the what, what was the name of that agency? The uh, the laundry the laundry service and the uh, and Papa John itself. What's going on? What's the updates? Well, the it's not a, with Papa John, so they they pretty well for the most part uh, been quiet. The the question is how much are they involved with this? I mean, we know for a fact that laundry service. Um, taped the conversation unbeknownst to me. Uh, we know laundry service had a relationship with Forbes. The head guy at laundry service was the guy named Jason Stein. He had a relationship with the report Forbes reporter. We know Jason took the tape to Forbes. We also know that the, they painted the false narrative of what the tape actually said. And we know that it was all premeditated. So we know for a fact, you know, nine executives from Papa John's have left. I talked to them all. They all, they, I know what's going on here. They tell me what's going on. We know Wasserman uh, set this up. It was premeditated through Jason Stein. We know they leaked it to Forbes. The directors at Papa John's, we know of two, uh, Mark Shapiro and Steve Ritchie, that knew that Wasserman and Laundry Service leaked that tape to Forbes and set me up. They're complicit. The question before the House is, is the rest of the Papa John's board passively or aggressively complicit in the setup to, um, you know, sabotage me and to hurt me and paint me in an unfavorable light and frankly in a false light. So there, has there been any material update? Have you been able to hear or obtain the the, uh, infamous tape? Um, we, we have the tape. <clears throat> um, the tape is property of Papa John's and Papa John's does not want the public to hear the tape because there's nothing in there that's racist about the tape. Remember, Papa John's had a copy of the tape a week after all this went down. I didn't have a copy of the tape till the following year. So Papa John's knew that there was nothing on that tape uh, that was going to hurt me with regards to race. Yet they went along with the gig. That's what makes me think that Papa John's was complicit in the setup by laundry service to take over the company. As I've said on Maria Bartiroma and other shows, <clears throat> what's unfathomable, unthinkable is that the board of directors and executives at Papa John's use race, use the black community to steal the company. That's what I, what's hard to believe. And they did. And they continue to do it. Um, discovery starts at the end of the month. <clears throat> That's going to be interesting. We've got uh, our witnesses and they got theirs. And I think discovery will be very telling. Mm. Uh, everybody's, if they didn't do anything wrong, they have nothing to worry about. If they did what you and me and the rest of America knows they did, I think they have problems. Um, but let's see what comes out of this. I, I hope there's some explanation. I just can't find anything except they wanted to, they wanted to set me up and um, you know, defame me so they could steal the company. Now, why wouldn't you want to steal the company? The company was making $155 million a year. In fact, <clears throat> here's our nine-year run. Um, and here's your $155, $160 million a year profit. Let, uh, 18s, 5 million, 19. You'll see in 2020, and they'll probably do a little better of this with than Corona. We're still a half as much money as we made in 2011, 2012. And the point is, look at the damage this board of directors and management did to a great company. 155 million dollars down to basically nothing, 
and they basically destroyed the reputation of the company. Now, I've Papa, seen what they, what they would probably say in response to that is that they would say, well, well, it was actually John Schnatter with the controversy with the NFL and the public uh, backlash that he's faced uh, that was responsible for the uh, lost trust in the brand. Is that not what they would say in response to that? And how would you respond? Um, That argument is not defensible because both recordings, NFL and laundry service, we have a tape Hmm. and there's nothing on either recording that should be indicative of anything to start up, to stir up this kind of controversy. What Papa John's realized when they wanted to steal the company, you see, you can't steal Papa John's pizza without running the founder in the ground. Unless you destroy me, you can't steal the company. So they understood early on if they did nothing, if they just did nothing and let the press and the media and social media run and basically crucify me, then that put them in the driver's seat to take the company over. And that's what they did. In other words, they were complicit in destroying my reputation and creating this scandal, which has hurt thousands of employees and hundreds of franchisees because they did nothing. They were passive, aggressive, and they did nothing, and they hurt the brand. Let me uh, let me go back to something you had mentioned previously that that uh, stood out to me. You had mentioned that Papa John is using the black community um, in a way to uh, make – they're using them, you said. Uh, can you expand on that? Well, the, the, the to play into a successful white guy – um, is a racist is a, an easy sell, especially if they're company and you don't defend that. And so if they can paint the founder in a false narrative, a false light, um, then they, they can put him off to the side and steal the company. And that's what they did. Now, the black leaders uh, that I talk to know that, that they're just being used uh, to hurt me. They know that. And I think America knows that. But yet Papa John still is playing that up. Are you referring to the fact that Shaq, that they picked Shaq to be a board member? Um, I think Shaq's words were, um, uh, he's being, um, you know, he's being used as kind of a, a tool to perpetuate this thing. I, I would hope he's smarter than that, um, Ethan, but, um, you know, out of the 30 board members that the owners of Papa John's, the, the chairman has, there's only one black board member. They're all basically, you know, old and, and white. I think maybe there's one Latino except Shaq. So the odds of having one black board member on the Papa John's board and using him as a spokesperson. And you've seen the footage where he continues to agitate the situation. I think that's not coincidental. You're referring to this video clip you sent me. Do you mind mm-hmm. if I play it? Papa? Sure. Okay, let me play this for our audience just to give them a reference. Like Shaq, you better believe there's going to be haters. I see all this Papa John hate mail. He's getting some serious backlash online, especially from people of color. And to be honest, it's starting to get to him. A lot of people have been messing with y'all because of my Papa John's. They call me sellout. What is Shaq life? Does he have a reality show? I did not realize. Does hmm. he? I think it was a show on TNT 
like a Shaq life, like a documentary. Huh. Papa, can I ask you something? Have you noticed that Shaq is in every commercial? <laughs> I mean, really, put on the TV. He's in every commercial. He's in Icy Hot. He's in The General. He's in uh, he's in like Tums. He's in. Ev- I, I can't mean, even recall every commercial. So so. Uh, is it possible that he's just added this under his belt? I mean, he literally has like probably two hundred uh, endorsement deals, and, right? And Papa John just slid right under his belt with the with Tom's and Alka Seltzer and the General, and maybe maybe race didn't factor into it. Yeah, I, I think I think Shaq's a, a good choice uh, as a, a spokesperson. I disagree with the way they're using him because they don't use him much. He's not in, in as many ads. That's true. And, and I don't like the fact that they're using him to keep stirring up a false narrative on race. Right. I think that's, I think that's doing a lot of damage to Shaq. And I think it all it does is regurgitate and bring this all back up, which is not good for anybody. So the question before the house is, why do they keep bringing up a false narrative if they're not complicit in the setup? And you know, that's the million dollar question. So Papa, what, what ultimately, do you wish out of this? What do we want to happen when this is all said and done? Going into discovery, you've got your own company uh, trashing you. Um, you know, what, 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 what is a happy end to this for you? Well, I think you want the best for the franchisees. You want the best for the employees. And I think to keep resurfacing, resurfacing this is just not healthy for anybody. So you want Papa John's to go on about their business and be successful. And I'm going to definitely go on about my business and be successful. And what's wrong with both parties being successful? I mean, that, that's the win-win. So <clears throat> the, I, I hope that the coronavirus uptick keeps ticking and keeps going. That would, that would be, the, I still own hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stock. So that mm. would be the good thing. And I hope other, some of the things I'm working with, with other pizzerias and uh, wild health, and charities, I hope that keeps going up, and that's a win. So I like win-win. So I want Papa John's to win. I want to win. But if they keep bringing this up, that's a that's not good for me, and that's not good for Papa John's. That's what I call lose-lose. So that needs to stop. The goals, have them stop it, set the record straight. Um, I do want to get to the bottom of how far up the chain does this go? Does this go to the NFL or Goodell? Mm-hmm. Uh, this, we know it goes to Washington, the head of the DNC. How, how, how far up does, does this go? you think, well, maybe it was just Richie and a few of the board members. Well, that doesn't make sense because as soon as they got what they wanted out of Richie, they fired him. Uh, they fired him. And by the way, the stock went from 38 to 58. So and he's disappeared more- for three months too. So they may have buried him as well. <laughs> <laughs> that Papa John it, it board is, is, is vicious, man. It, it, it is. He, he made a comment to the franchisees after uh, the board of directors fired him. He said, I have so much dirt on the board and Jeff Smith that I could make their life miserable. Now, what did he mean by that? Well, how much dirt does he have on Jeff Smith and the board of directors of Papa John? So they gave him 2.8 million to shut him up. He did shut up, um, but now he's really shut up. So I don't know what's going on. I think it's bizarre. Interesting, it is bizarre. Um, well, well, I do want to ask you why not. All right, well, okay, well, let's move back to charities or something. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, sh- I was about to shift up. $100,000 back. Um, Papa, uh, I know your time is limited, so I want to leave you with with uh, one last question that was popular, very popular 
in our first interview. I want to I want to know how is your dating life going, Papa, now that you are <laughs> single and ready to mingle. Are you seeing anybody? <laughs> well, with uh, the confinement and uh, COVID-19, there is no dating. That's, You're not yeah, it's a tough time right to be now. single, isn't it? it's um well it's a good time what i call level setting it's a good time to get back to the basics hmm. um when you have something like this happen that's kind of you know sometimes life just is not fair if life was fair it'd be boring as hell so let's get a miniature violin and have a pity party for papa i mean you know, <laughs> okay, we need to get over it move on i mean who really who really gives a shit frankly but um it helped, it's helped me get closer to my mom. My, I've gone back to Jeff, Jeffersonville, my high school, my roommates in college. You just, it forces you to go back to the basics to where you started when you were broke and just rebuild from there. So mm -hmm. I call it level setting and uh, we're level setting and, um, you know, trying to be, do the best I can do with the kids and grandkids and fitness and getting to be one thing that's happened. That's been great is the, you, you, when you go through something like this, you get around, you get rid of people you shouldn't have been around, you know, which has been great. And then you meet a whole nother group of people that are really inspirational and uh, like me, uh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there is a lot of good. In you. Yeah. There's there a is. lot of, yeah. The, you know, and there's, I mean, there's you got a, a great, you have a great upside. It's that damn downside. We got to get rid yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. We all know that all too well. But, well, um, Shaq told me to tell you hi. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, this is that a voodoo doll, uh, Papa? A, Are you stabbing a, needles in a? He's a big spokesperson, and we've agreed with my good name and my great pizza recipe and his personality. We're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun. So where did that come? Love from? you, brother. Oh my god! <laughs> I, are you sticking needles in that thing, Papa? Nope. Well, as soon as we get through Corona, we need to. Um, I don't know if you want to call it. Um, what do you call it, a voodoo doll or a hex or a spell, but the spell of Papa, you know, so every time something bad happens, we got to say, Oh, the spell of Papa. Heck we can have fun with that, but let's get through this. this <laughs> the Papa before curse. We have, before well, we have the, before we have the hex on these guys. Yeah. Let's let's, we already have a hex. We've already got one hex. Uh, Papa, <laughs> thank you for your generosity. 1 million to, to charity, to small business owners. And I think, I, though I'm, I'm not sure I understood you still correctly. You are donating a hundred thousand dollars to our charitable cause. I'm going to match you and your beautiful bride. You're in for a hundred. I'm in for a hundred. As long as when we do these interviews, you don't give me any slack. Is that a deal? That's a deal. Of course, that's a deal. Well, Papa, then just wow, that's so generous. Thank you so much, Papa. Wow, that's so nice. Well, give, really beautiful. give your fans my best and God bless and. Um, We'll keep fighting the good fight here, and we'll get this. Absolutely, thank you, Papa, for checking in. Uh, we are Team Papa all the way. We thank you so much for that for that donation. That's amazing. Yeah. Buy that mount, buy that merchandise. Yeah, but don't. That's but, but but we have to talk. But our lawyers need to talk before you start with the Papa blessing. <laughs> lawyers, now you are getting big when you got <laughs> no, lawyers. <laughs> See you guys. All right, thank you, Papa. We'll See talk. All thank right. you, Papa. Bye. Well. uh, Papa is in the house. It's interesting to see him in that very room. Mm -hmm. The famous house. Where Bo <laughs> took place. That fireplace is so epic, isn't it? How did it turn on without no one touching it? Did I you think there that? was there was someone in in the room with him with a remote or something. That's pretty crazy. Because I heard him say that it what was hot. What kind of technology is that? It's Papa Tech. Because it's real fire. Well, It's not a digital no, fireplace. The, I, think the, I think the remote turns on the gas. Huh? It's not that it. <laughs>
So not that crazy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you have Papa money, anything's possible. Um, wow, that's so exciting though. The hundred thousand. So now that we have an extra hundred thousand, we can do five. Five winners every day. That's two hundred fifty. That's pretty no, crazy. Twenty five hundred dollars a day. Five winners, and because we're gonna have like a little surplus because we've already started, we're gonna do on the final day. We're just gonna do like a mega giveaway mm-hmm. for whatever we have left over. Well, that's that concludes our podcast here today. We've been gone, but it's good to be back. And um, there's pr- and. And to everybody who's watching this, just to comb through everything I've said, good luck, God bless. I'm sure there's a couple of nuggets there. Oh, before we go, I wanted to, um, I actually wanted to make a statement because over the last couple of weeks, the last, just because we didn't do an episode last week and then we had the interview with Dr. Ding the week before, it's Mm -hmm. been a while since we had an episode where I I was participating directly. And on our last episode, uh, we did a little goof where I was here in the studio and I was pretending that I was at home. Pretending? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you guys have seen, but there's been quite a few comments uh, uh, sympathizing um, with my situation and expressing <laughs> concern uh, for, for me being homeless. And uh, oh what God. the reason that I really feel like I need to say something is I've actually seen quite a few people during this drama that was going on defending you, Ethan, Saying right. you're a good guy because you let me sleep in the studio. Isn't that weird? Like, wouldn't I be a good guy for just paying you enough money to actually? <laughs> right. Not? Which yeah, I agree. It's not, uh, but yeah, I know. I noticed that too. I love that. I, Ethan so looked in sleep in the studio. I so would, I by wanna, the way. I don't want to make fun of anybody. I, I don't want this to be negative because it, these are yeah. people that were sympathizing. So I appreciate that. But I just want to let everybody know I'm okay. It, it was a gag. <laughs> I, I I have a home. Uh, I just needed to be here at the studio for the way that we're doing the Zoom call and all the recording and everything. So uh, it was I'm, Dan's I'm idea, okay. and originally I was like, I yeah, no, I, 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 I was, I was gag, a little lukewarm so on, on it, but y'all thought it would be fun. <laughs> it's a good. We did throw a wicked party there, though. <laughs> oh, did you say what, Zach? Why the fuck would you say that, <laughs> Zach? How are you? Everyone, check in with me, Ian. What are you doing? You're looking off. Ian is not feeling well. Nether. Are you sick, Ian? Ah, uh, my my stomach feels. I think it's the like Dan said the the weather oh. changing mm-hmm. allergy shit. I don't know whose house it's is so that. So hot today. It's so hot today. Yeah, it's miserable. Yeah, it I hate that weather. Sw- whose house is that behind you? Oh, it's well. Where I mean, even though you, you know Dan is homeless, I'm doing very well. As you can see. <laughs> very very lucrative on my end. Uh-huh. So it's all good. Is that a person's house? A famous person's house in particular? Yes, Ian. I mean, I don't know. Do you call me famous? Yeah, how, how famous right. do you consider him? I see this is going nowhere. Uh, congratulations on your new home, Ian. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Zach, tell me about yourself. How are you feeling? How's it going? Uh, I've had quite a week, actually. Um, my dog almost died. He got stung oh, by wait, a bee. Wait, what? Yeah, he got stung by a bee. He went to anaphylactic shock. We had to oh, run him to the uh, oh. pet hospital at 1030 at night. Whoa! Yeah, he uh, he was like passing out. His gums went pale. He was vomiting. Oh my it was, god! It was very, we thought we were gonna lose him. Wow! And yeah, so that was rough. Uh, found my first gray hair. Ooh! Even more hey, traumatic than the dog thing. Which yeah, I I don't know why I'm getting gray hairs. Um, all that mayo happens. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't look uh, badass with a little salt and pepper, actually. Like, that's that a good look for you. That's what uh, that's what people have said. But yeah, I, I wouldn't stress about that, dude. 
Yeah. Um, He's stressed. But other than that, it's fine. You know, staying home, I went to the market a few times. And, um, Zach, how old is your dog? What kind of is it? A little dog? Yeah, he's three years old. He's a, a Maltese mix. Uh, oh, yeah. I, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's I'm so scared of one of our dogs getting yeah. stung because they're so small. It it was we were, <laughs> I mean, I, I ran to the the. Thank God there was a, like a pet ER open. I ran with my dad, and I mean, we we were we were bawling in the car crying because we thought we were gonna lose him. How did you find out your dog got stung? He, uh, my brother was out walking him. And he said, uh, my dog Matisse jumped and he started like limping on his paw. And then my brother mm-hmm. went to look at it and there was a stinger in there. Oh, and then all of a sudden he started vomiting and whole oh, shit. Yeah. Do dogs always react that way? Or is he particular? He's allergic to it, he just happens to be allergic to a bee. Well, he, he's been stung by two bees before and he's never been in anaphylactic shock. You know yeah. what happens What's with bee stings? Is with that bees. They get worse with every sting. Yeah, oh. that's why I I've been stung like ten times, and the what? last time I got stung, which was very long ago, I had to go to the hospital. Mm. It's a weird thing with bee stings, but it gets more and more deadly. What's going on that you've been stung by bees ten times? Yeah, I used to play with bees that. as a kid for some stupid reason. Uh, what? And I got I don't know I don't understand it, but I got stung like five times, and then I got stung accidentally a few more times after that. Right, like the last time. What, it happened, but what about the people on my weird obsession? Because there's someone who. Um, does it for pleasure? That's yes, you're right, Ela. You're right, Ela. There is. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I agree. That one's weird. I don't yeah, know. That's weird. I guess uh, that's a really good question. I don't know. Huh. Well, I'm glad your dog. What did they do with the vet? How did they? How did uh, they treat him? They put him. Uh, they put him on an IV. Uh, they gave him some antibiotics. We have some antibiotics for him still. They gave us to take home. But um, yeah, he's. That was very scary. He's okay now? He's okay now. Yeah, thankfully. That's good. Poor guy. Cool. That's great. We have to protect our animals. Yeah. It was so scary because like his gums went pale. And it was it was, it was, hor- it was I can't imagine how we would react if I that died. happened. Yeah. Yeah. But he's happy go lucky. He's good. Everything thankfully good. You know, we're, we're monitoring where he walks now and fucking yeah. bees. Fucking bees. Fucking suck. Why they gotta sting everything? Just mind your own business, bro. No one's fucking with you. Bees and ticks. Why do? Oh yeah, we keep getting ticks on our dogs. It's driving me crazy. I mean, they're not deadly, but they're fucking disgusting. And I'm really yeah. glad that Lyme disease is. I was really worried about Lyme disease until I learned it's mostly an East Coast uh, thing. Huh. It's very rare out here, yeah. and in uh, this part of the country. So I'm less worried about the Lyme disease, but I find them on one of the dogs like every week, and it's just so disgusting. Yeah. And it's really hard to get it out because the dogs will fight us when we try to get it out. <laughs> and they leave these huge welts where they yeah. were removed, like huge yeah. scars. Yeah. It's just, it's horrible. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm sorry to hear about that, Zach. I'm glad your dog is doing well. Yeah. You got to watch out for the dead bees, too. Because they still have the stingers. Mm. Fuck those bees, man. Oh. Yeah. Ian is. Uh, Ian, uh, anything else? You're doing good. You're not feeling well, but you've got a big, beautiful house. Dan, doing great. <laughs> not homeless. Not homeless. Not yes, homeless. exactly. Thank you. I'm glad Very to good. hear that. <laughs> Alrighty then. That's the show. We will be back next week. We've got a ton of topics to talk about, but there was just so much to fit into this episode. 
stay tuned, baby. This is the HP podcast. We ain't going nowhere. Right, Elon? <laughs> That's right. We ain't going nowhere, son. Even if even if every you know it's funny, everybody circle jerks about how shitty our podcast is, like of all these commentary channels. I mean, people are watching. There are people watching Impossible. right now. Those are fake views. Like I don't like these people clearly don't even watch. I mean, podcasts are by nature low effort, right? I think we put. I think we we work. People assume that we don't do any work. We work pretty hard on. There's there's three guys full time working on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We we work a lot on this show. May not show, <laughs> but we do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> all right thank you guys for watching we love you we appreciate you hop on over to twitter get some free money to help you in these tough times um i don't know we'll get that hundred from papa but until then we're still given three winners per day mm-hmm. uh it's a his, beautiful uh, thing his uh i was gonna say producer i don't think he has a producer his guy uh text me to oh he did okay. hey let's work out the logistics of how to do that oh. so it's happening Oh my god. That's amazing. Yeah, that's super cool. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, adios until next time. Sayonara. Bye.